it up. We are live back in action, attacking your speakers from the field to the bleachers. Welcome back in for another episode of the Power 32 podcast presented by the Sports Column. Go to www.thesportscol.com. Headed by Frankie Fear over there where they are just awesome. They play our shows every single week. Much appreciated. And the show, as always, brought to you by Reebok. Hey, if you want to get hooked up by Reebok, through us at third and three go to third and three podcast.com for all the latest deals on the brand new kicks like the nano x1 for men and for women and grab winter gear with a brand new fleece or graphic and classic hoodies that they got so much more that reebok has to offer take advantage of our offer by going to third and three podcast.com to the website get 15 percent off all reebok gear by using our code rewind at checkout. The code is rewind. That's what you got to do. You got to hit it up. We are here to talk NFL, all NFL and nothing but the NFL. So help us God, baby. Let's do it. It is NFL super wild card weekend. I'm going to go over that real quick, give you my winners because we went over that in the third and three podcast. But today going over the gold tier, the silver tier and the bronze tier of NFL offensive weapons. So we're going to have a quarterback, Two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end for every tier. See if you guys agree. And that's basically based off of this year. All right. So we got quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a tight end. Gold, silver, bronze, metal teams. We'll see if you guys agree with what I got. It's based off of, again, this year and, you know, what they've done in the recent past. All right. So we'll see if you guys agree or not. And hey, we all have our different rankings for what we like to do. As far as the games go, go through it really quickly with you guys. Uh, we did it on third and three podcasts. I like the Bills. Obviously, no Tua. Listen, the Bills are going to win that game. It's pretty evident. I don't think there's much to even discuss right there. They're a much different team without Tua. The Dolphins are. So I don't really give them much of a chance going into Buffalo. Uh, as far as the Ravens go, same thing. Without Lamar Jackson, their offense does not roll. Um, Kansas City has been, Kansas City, Cincinnati's been amazing lately. They won, what, eight in a row? Uh, so they're killing it. They're on a roll. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, everybody's getting involved in the game. Joe Mixon, even P. Ryan, everybody. Last AFC game is Jacksonville Chargers, which is probably the most interesting one, probably the closest one, maybe the hardest one to pick. Now, Brandon Faley, as we, you know, we like to call him, or I like to call him, I should say, is a fool, and he played his players too long, and Mike Williams got hurt. Mike Williams gets hurt all the time. you got to know that he's a player that you need to leave out in a game that is meaningless. Now he is not playing in this game. Is that going to affect him? Yeah. Is it going to affect him to the point where they lose? No, I don't think so, because the defense has been playing really well, although they like to play that man defense, and the Chargers aren't that great at that man defense, and Lawrence can kind of eat him up a little bit. So I would watch out. That game could be close, but I'm going with the Chargers ultimately by a field goal 25-22. As far as the NFC, you know, the Eagles got a bye. Jalen Hurts gets to rest a little bit more. My 49ers kick it off against the Seahawks tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern time. I believe they win that game 26-13. The weather is going to be terrible, so it's going to be a running game, defensive battle. That's what we're all about. That's what the 49ers do. They should be able to win the game. I'm not saying no problem because we do have a rookie quarterback out there and we got to hope that he doesn't choke in the situation. But as long as he plays within himself, we should be fine. 49ers win that game. The Vikings-Giants game is another really hard game to pick because a 61-yard field goal determined the Vikings winning that game against the Giants just a few weeks ago. 
in the regular season. Can they do it again? The game again is in Minnesota. The Giants are probably a better coach team, in my opinion, but Kevin O'Connell's done a good job. Oh, man, I, I really want to pick the Giants in this game, but when you got Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, who can run the ball, you know, now you got, uh, what's his name, a tight end, uh, TJ Hawkinson, obviously a really big deal. I don't know if the Giants can hold them down, but they are getting, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, Adore Jackson back this weekend. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, and as long as, uh, and also Xavier McKinley in the secondary. So that's going to help him out a lot, but you still got to guard Justin Jefferson and then worry about Adam Thielen somewhat. So I do like Minnesota to win that game 2017 in a close one. Um, Daniel Jones playing for some money in that contract over there. He's done well so far. Last game, NFC wildcard, Bucks, Cowboys. That's a rematch as far as all these are all rematches, as a matter of fact. But this one's from the first week of the season where Tampa Bay crushed Dallas 19-3. to um, I don't expect that to happen this time. Even though Dallas has been playing crappy, Tampa's been playing pretty much just as crappy or even crappier. And I think that Dallas defense is going to get hyped up. Micah Parsons will have a big game. And as long as Dallas uses Zeke and Tony Pollard especially, if they stay within the running game and Dak doesn't throw the ball more than 23, 25 times, I believe that they can win the game. So I'm going to pick Dallas in that one over there. I like Dallas to win on the road against Tampa Bay, who, again, getting in with a losing record, which is disgusting. The NFL should think about changing that rule. Hmm. Anyway, let's get to why we're here. The golden team right now. I'm going to give you the gold team, the silver team, and the bronze medal team. Quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end. Here we go. Quarterback for the gold medal team is Patrick Mahomes. Let's not screw around. The guy's amazing. 5,000. 250 yards passing this year, uh, 42, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. The, the guy is the freaking NFL god as far as I'm concerned. There's no doubt about it. So he is my number one NFL quarterback on the goal team. As far as my running backs go, um, I'm going to start it off with a little surprise for you guys, and that's Austin Eckler. Why? Because he's the ultimate dual threat running back in the game. He can do it on the ground and through the air, and that's what you want in today's NFL you don't just want, as great as Derrick Henry is, he can't do anything in the passing game. So that eliminates things you can do on offense. When Austin Eckler's in there, you can run any play at any time. Austin Eckler rushed for 915 yards this year, four and a half yards per carry, 13 touchdowns on the ground. But get this, he had 107 catches. 107 catches as a running back, all right, and five touchdowns. So in total, he had 18 touchdowns for you mathematicians out there. And he did this with Keenan Allen out most of the year and Mike Williams in and out of the lineup. He was doing this by himself. I mean, him and Justin Herbert were running the whole deal. If not for Austin Eckler, this team is not in the playoffs right now. Are you kidding me? All right. So I went with him along with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is quietly maybe the best pure runner in the NFL. He was second in yards this year. I believe he was at just under 1,500 yards right around there. Um, he had 12 touchdowns, you know, on the ground and that's on a Cleveland team that really wasn't doing anything. So I got Eckler and Nick Chubb as my running backs. As far as my wide receivers, my first one is Tyree Kill. I mean, wh what do you want to say? Tyree Kill is unbelievable. And he made Tua look like the best quarterback in the league for a while. Tyree Kill finished just under Jeff Justin Jefferson, who is also my top tier wide receiver. It's Hill and Jefferson 
who both were one and two in the league respectively. Jefferson, 1,771 yards uh, or 1,800 yards. Actually, I'm sorry because this is a little bit outdated. Uh, when I'm looking at right now and Tyree Kill finishing with uh, just around 1,700 yards as well. And they were both able to get in the end zone. Jefferson eight times. Um, Ch- uh, as far as uh, Hill, not as much in the end zone, but he had those big splash plays. So I'm going to go with both of them as far as uh, my top tier wide receivers are concerned. All right. And my tight end, I don't think it's much of a surprise, guys. It's Travis Kelsey. I mean, it is him every single year. He's a receiver and a tight end's body. The things that he does is incredible. He did the triple crown for what for wide receivers this year. Top in receptions, 104 yards. Um, 104 receptions, excuse me. He had over 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. Um, what more do you want from uh, Travis Kelsey? Unbelievable tight end. The best that we've seen maybe ever. Um, he's not the greatest blocker in the world, but he's a very good blocker. So maybe some people would say, well, you know, he doesn't have that skill, so we got to erase that factor over there. But as far as pass catching, it doesn't get much better than that. And you're talking to a 49er fan over here who loves George Kittle. All right, my silver team. All right, so the second tier, quarterback, Josh Allen. It is, and this was close because you can talk about Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, um, you know, you can throw a lot of the quarterbacks in there. Some people like Herbert. Some people still go with Brady and Rodgers. You know, whatever you want to throw out there. But I'm going with Josh Allen, who was, again, incredible this year. Did his thing. I mean, his numbers are also, again, off the charts. Um, you know, uh, let me see. Josh Allen. Let me see how many yards he had for this year. Um, trying to catch up on it over here. Josh Allen. Yeah, well, he had the 32 uh, touchdown passes. And he threw for just over the 4,000 yards, um, about 4,200 yards this year. And, uh, again, he leads the team in in that and also in rushing. So we're talking about another dual-threat guy, this time a quarterback. Josh Allen does it all. So he's got my second-tier silver quarterback. As far as my running backs, Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Those are my number two-tier running backs. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, look, I know, like I said, he's not a dual threat guy, but nobody's better on the ground, pure running back than he is. But McCaffrey is a dual threat guy, and he can run between the tackles and catch the ball in the flat and score touchdowns. And he's got a nose for the end zone. And since joining the 49ers, they basically haven't lost a game. They've been incredible, and he's been a large reason for that. I mean, the guy has been fantastic. What he does is great. He rushed for over 1,000 yards again this year. Um, his receiving ability, as we know, is just off the charts. He gets in the end zone. He, he, look, what more can I say? Christian McCaffrey is freaking phenomenal. So he's in my second tier on the silver team along with Derrick Henry. As far as my wide receivers go, I think about this one for a little while. But I went with Stefan Diggs because of his longevity and consistency. I mean, again, his numbers are also great. He doesn't stop. He's Great. We know that he's the number one guy and teams still cannot stop what he does. He had 1,400 yards receiving this year. Um, he didn't get in the end zone as much as a lot of people thought that he would, but he still had 10 touchdowns, which is plenty. 10 touchdowns is a lot. That's only second to Devontae Adams, who is in my second tier along with Stefan Diggs. How about that? Right there. Devontae Adams led the league in touchdowns receiving this year. Um, he was right there in yards as well with just over 1,500 yards receiving this year. And as far as receptions go, um, he was in the top 10 as well with around 100 receptions. So, again, he's another one of those guys who covers every 
part of the area, every part that you need. Catches, yards, touchdowns, and he did it on a brand new team this year. So no Aaron Rodgers. He did it with David Carr, who they do have a good rapport with, no doubt about it. But it's very hard going to a brand new team and doing what he did. So that's incredible right there all in itself. So shout out right there to Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs, tier two silver team. And my silver team tight end is Mark Andrews. Now, Mark Andrews' production fell off, and that's in large, large part due to Lamar Jackson not being there. Tyler Huntley cannot run the offense. Anthony Brown could not run the offense, but Mark Andrews still finished with over 70 catches. He still finished with about 900 yards, all right, despite all that stuff. Um, he didn't get into the end zone as much. He only got five touchdowns this year, but he's an absolute beast. And, you know, again, you put him with a lot of other teams where you have a quarterback who likes to throw to the tight end um, and can get it there, you know, with, with accuracy. Lamar Jackson could do that, there's no doubt, but he's not healthy. That's the problem. If he's not in there, Mark Andrews can't shine as well and show his ability because the backups don't do their job. But Mark Andrews is my second tier silver team of the NFL. So that's silver team is Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Mark Andrews for the silver team, which brings us now to the bronze team, baby. So let's do it. Our bronze team ready to hit it up. I don't know if you guys agree so far with what I've had over there. My gold and my silver, I'll go over it again, just who I have. But the bronze team, quarterback, again, thought about a lot of guys. I mean, Jalen Hurts is like actually my MVP this year. Lamar Jackson, when healthy, is an MVP caliber type of guy. Um, there's a lot of really great quarterbacks in the league. I still need to mention Aaron Rodgers, obviously, who's doing his thing. Um, despite all that, it's Joe Burrow for me. Joe Burrow has proven to me. And I was somewhat of a doubter to begin with, all right, because I really didn't know how good this kid was going to be. I wasn't sure. But he stepped in there, and he changed the Bengals' freaking franchise like that. Like that. I mean, his first year, he got hurt. They went 5-11, and 11, I believe it was. Then he comes back. He goes to the freaking Super Bowl. I mean, the guy is a superstar. And we saw what he did at LSU. But despite all the stuff at LSU, forget about all that crap. Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback, but in my opinion, top three. And that's why he is the bronze medal team quarterback. Again, his numbers are just up there with everybody else's. Over 4,300 yards passing this year. All right, completions in the top five in that. All right, um, Joe Burrow, again, second in touchdowns. He had, what, 37, I finished with, the, with this year. I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but that's basically what it was. The guy is triple threat, and he can use his legs, believe it or not. He's not a total threat to run. It's like, oh, my God, we got to worry about Joe Burrow freaking running the ball. But you know what? He can. And he's so confident. It's amazing. So as Patrick Mahomes is my gold, Josh Allen is my silver. Joe Burrow is the bronze medal. All right. That's bronze. Let's go to the running backs now. Based off of this year and based off the fact that I believe that he has been extremely underrated since he entered the league, Josh Jacobs absolutely right there. He led the league this year in rushing. I mean, he did it all this year. The guy was freaking all over the place doing things for a team that really stunk. But he was up there in attempts. I think he had the most in the league. He ran for over 1,600 yards. He got in the end zone 12 times on the ground. Josh Jacobs was great this year. And Devontae Adams, he was great this year. But they still only managed to win six games. I, I don't know how this happens. Because hmm. I take a sip of water. Defense, <clears throat> that's what comes to mind. 
They may want to figure out that defensive issue before they freaking move forward with anything else. It's a big problem right there. But anyway, going back to it, Joe Burrow quarterback, Josh Jacobs is my running back in the third tier along with Saquon Barkley. No doubt Barkley had a major comeback year, also rushing for over 1,300 yards. He got in the end zone 10 times on the ground. He rushed a whole bunch of times, over 300 times this year, but he was basically the entire offense because Daniel Jones, I mean, his legs, he did a good job, and he made the best out of, you know, Hodgins and Richie James and Darius Slayton. I mean, he made the best out of what he got, and those guys are not household names at all. I mean, we're not talking about even ones or twos. We're talking about a whole bunch of threes and fours over there and managed to do a really good job. But without Saquon Barkley, that doesn't happen. The threat of him being there and having to worry about him running allowed Daniel Jones to open up and do those things. So Saquon Barkley came back with a vengeance this year. He was absolutely on fire and did his thing. So he is in there with the running back in the third tier along with Jacobs. As far as my third tier wide receivers, we're going Jamar Chase. And A.J. Brown, all right? I definitely give in. Jamar Chase is phenomenal. The only thing I don't like about him is that he will disappear for a game or two. But, man, when he is on, he is freaking on. Jamar Chase is just lights out. I mean, he was hurt for a little bit. so That's why his numbers aren't up there with everybody else's. But he still got in the end zone eight times this year. Um, I'm trying to see his his yards. He was around... Uh, let me see, Chase's yards were just a little over a 1,000 again because he was out for about three or four games. But phenomenal, this kid, a, a beast and a speedster. And he does it all, and he can run the routes, and he can do everything. So Jamar Chase is absolutely there, along with A.J. Brown, like I mentioned. And I did a top 10 before the season started, and A.J. Brown was my seventh overall wide receiver, seventh or eighth, I can't remember. And people came at me like, A.J. Brown, what are you talking about? He's had one good season in Tennessee, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you wait and see. What did A.J. Brown do this year? He went absolutely freaking nuts. He had a fantastic year. One of the big reasons why Philadelphia is where they are. He scored 11 touchdowns, um, had over 1,400 yards receiving. A.J. Brown was great, and he was double teamed a lot. So, uh, yeah, to me, that makes him a top six wide receiver in the way that I'm doing my tiers right now. And like I said, I had him ranked either seventh or eighth. And he proved to me and everybody else that he belongs right there with the best of the best. That guy is something else. All right. So going to the final part of this right here, the bronze medal tight end is George Kittle. Is that because I'm a 49ers fan? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. It's George Kittle because George Kittle's freaking awesome. The problem with him is, yes, he does get hurt a little bit. Some people may want to put TJ Hawkinson in there. Some fools maybe want to think that Evan Ingram belongs in there. Sorry, he had one good year. I'm not falling for that crap. George Kittle's been consistent. He still had over 700 yards receiving this year. Um, he got in the end zone nine times, and seven of those came in the last four weeks of the season. All right, so he's really been turning it up um, when he's been healthy. And he's been up there in receptions, too. Top seven in receptions with 60 of them uh, this season. So George Kittle is definitely a beast. And we see, again, when he's healthy, when he's out there, what he can do, he can do it all. And he loves the game, and he plays a passion, man, and it is a beautiful freaking thing to see. So that is my tears, guys. And I know that a lot of you are going to disagree, but I can't wait to hear what you have and how you're going to make the argument. But let the discussion and the debate begin, uh, begin on this podcast over here that I'm doing for you. Once again, my goal team, quarterback Patrick Mahomes. My two running backs, Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb. 
my two receivers, the Tyree Kill and Justin Jefferson, my tight end, Travis Kelsey. As for my silver team, second tier, Josh Allen, a quarterback. My two running backs are Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. My two wide receivers are Stefan Diggs and Devontae Adams. My tight end is Mark Andrews. As for my bronze team, the third tier, Joe Burrow, quarterback. Cool, confident Joe over there. The two running backs, Josh Jacobs, showing everybody what he's all about this year, reminding people why he was a stud, along with Saquon Barkley having a big comeback year. They're my third tier running running backs. Wide receivers, Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown, both of them electric, both of them superstars, both of them number ones, no question. And the tight end on the bronze team is George Kittle because he is freaking great. He's just got to stay healthy more. That may be the one issue. So if some people want to say again, TJ Hawkinson, okay, you have a fair argument there. Um, But no, I believe that George Kittle is the guy. He is, you know, top three tight ends in the entire league. So that's it right there. Gold, silver, bronze medal. You heard it. The podcast is out. Let the debate, let the discussion begin. Bring it on. I know some of you think I'm crazy for having Austin Eckler. Along in there with Nick Chubb as my one and two running backs. All right. But you know what? That's my opinion. If you have something different, I'd love to hear it. That's the show. Third and three podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday. Power 32 podcast back next Friday to break down the games that we saw and the ones coming up. Until then, hey, you guys enjoy. And let's go freaking Niners. All right. All the way, baby. All the freaking way. San Francisco. Let's do it. Rock Purdy, rock and roll. (laughs) We're out.